0: This is the Colts Daily Update, a look at the latest with the Indianapolis Colts. Now, here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Welcome into the Colts Daily Update on this Thursday night. A little bit hot today. I'm Matt Taylor, and the Colts were outside in the heat for the final time this week. They did so earlier this afternoon. The team will have tomorrow and Saturday and Sunday off and then return to work on Monday. That's Labor Day with the first practice of the regular season leading into week one, a week from this Sunday against the Houston Texans. A lot to get into tonight per usual. We've got some roster moves to go over. The practice squad is forming. And we're also going to leave some time to hear from Colts kicker Rodrigo Blankenship, who beat out Jake Verity in the preseason in order to handle the Colts kicking duties on special teams this year. Big piece of news this week. It's the return of Shaquille Leonard on the practice field. He practiced the last two days. Really good news for the Colts. He missed all of training camp on the PUP list as he was recovering from off-season surgery back in June on his back. The problem there was uh, the back. It was uh, placing pressure on his nerves and shooting pain down into his calf. The Colts think they have that eradicated. And then on Wednesday, Chris Ballard noted that this season will be Leonard's first without pain going back to 2019, but Shaquille himself answered that question today when he uh, spoke with reporters and actually said it goes back even further than that.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Um, they, say, they said 19? I'm going to say 18. Um, if you think about 2018, week four against uh, Houston Texans, I wrote an ankle sit-out week, week five against uh, the Patriots, and I came back against the Jets, and you noticed that I had taped up ever since. Uh, so it's been it's been a minute um, that I've, you know, since i felt this felt the way I'm feeling now. So, you know, it, it's a good feeling, but it's still a process. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm all 100% all, I mean, ready to go right now. I'm still, you know, trying to figure all that good stuff out. But I am feeling better, so that's, that's the main thing. That's Shaquille Leonard, and the Colts still haven't placed a timetable
0: on his return in terms of participating on the game field, but it's clear he's taking good steps forward. But the goal is... Is to have him pain-free when he gets on the game field, have no lingering issues starting the season. Of course, a linebacker is going to accrue a ton of minor injuries throughout the course of a year. And Shaq today talked about what he can be when he's right physically.
1: Yeah, Shaquille can be healthy for for a season and be able to plant and you know cut his way as I, I mean as I was once before. I just see me, you know, just flying around a whole lot better, uh, making, making a few more plays, and um, some of the things off my cuts, um, I think I will be a whole lot better at. So just being uh, more crisp out of my breaks and being in uh, w- windows more. Again, that's Shaquille Leonard. Elsewhere on the injury front, cornerback Isaiah Rodgers.
0: He's returned to the practice field this week. He suffered a concussion in the preseason opener against the Bills, so good to see him back in the secondary. The Colts have also started forming their practice squad. Right now they have 15 players on that unit with room for one more, 16 players, and of that 16, the Colts can keep uh, six players that are veterans, meaning no limitations on experience. They can keep up to four players who have accrued no more More than two NFL seasons. And each member of the practice squad can be promoted to the game day roster a max of three times during the year. The Colts this week, they claimed rookie offensive tackle Luke Tenuta. They did that on waivers from the Buffalo Bills. He was drafted by Buffalo in the sixth round and then waived this week. He's got some good position flexibility. He started 14 games at right tackle and 12 games at left tackle in college at Virginia Tech. The Colts released cornerback Tony Brown to make room for Tenuta, and then they added Brown to the practice squad. They did that yesterday. The Colts also re-signed veteran offensive tackle Dennis Kelly after releasing him on Tuesday at the initial roster cut down time, and then the team placed rookie safety Trevor Denbow on IR. He injured his left foot in the preseason finale on Saturday against Tampa Bay. So to double back on Dennis Kelly back with the team, that means the Colts now have 10 offensive linemen on the active roster. Kelly missed most of training camp due to a knee, but he does have over 50 career starts, so he's got a, a lot of experience there as the veteran. Outside of Kelly, the Colts the the offensive line, it's very good but very young. The Colts have three rookies, third-round tackle Bernard Ryman, Tanuda, who, again, they picked up yesterday from the Bills, and undrafted free agent Wesley French. They also have second-year guard Will Fries, but he only played in 22 snaps last year as a rookie. But despite the youth, Chris Ballard pretty confident in those O-line pieces. And another guy he's confident in, that's Rodrigo Blankenship. On Wednesday, Ballard said the Colts are not in line looking for another kicker. So Rodrigo is the guy, according to the general manager. And we'll hear from Rodrigo when we come back here on the Colts Daily Update. Stay with us. This is 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. We now return to the Colts Daily Update with Matt Taylor, the voice of the Colts. Hey, welcome back here on the Colts Daily Update. Matt Taylor here, and as promised, we're going to leave some time for a chat with Rodrigo Blankenship, the Colts kicker coming back for year number three after kicking the first five games of last season, injured his hip on Monday night football against the Ravens last season, and then never returned to the active roster. Through two seasons, he's made 84% of his kicks. He ranks fourth in team history for most points by a player in their first two seasons. And a good conversation right now with Rodrigo, who talks about winning the kicking competition and training camp against Jake Verity and what that boiled down to. You know, I'm no stranger to competition.
2: Um, you know, going back to my time at the University of Georgia, I was in uh, several kicking battles um, in my years there as well. So, right. um, you know, I think that that really kind of prepared me for you know, life in the NFL, and, you know, there's guys, there's only so many positions, only so many jobs available. And so, you know, there's a lot of guys, a lot of really talented guys that are competing for those spots. And uh, Jake is one of them. You know, he's an incredibly talented um, kicker in his own right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's definitely a. Definitely not easy. Um, definitely had to earn it every single day because, you know, he was bringing the juice every day and so I, you know, had to try and match that or exceed it every single day at practice that we were competing. Um, you know, so he is a you know, really incredible kicker um, and, you know, I, I don't think that this will be the last time that we hear from him. I definitely think he's going to have opportunities to make noise um, in some other places. Um, but ultimately, I think mm-hmm. it just kind of came down to, you know, just being being more consistent. Uh, you know, just, you know, ha- having a, you know, higher standard of, uh, performance that I was bringing to practice every day and just consistently um you know being the top performer, I think is right. ultimately um what did it
0: yeah that 's Jake Verity that you speak of for those that don 't know what what 's it like to be in a kicking battle can Can you summarize that i know it 's a loaded question, but for yeah. those that don 't know how intense that is what 's that
2: like yeah I mean you know I think uh you know when when you have another guy there um you know it definitely is a little bit puts you in a little bit different headspace. Um, you know, I, I kind of think like, you know, if when it's when it's just you, you know, if, if we kick, you know, 10 field goals in a script or whatever, right. and and you make all 10 kicks, you know, when it's just you, you're feeling pretty good. You're like, man, I just made 100%, um, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about that. But if there's another guy there, you know, you could make all of your kicks, and he also makes all of his kicks you know, then you're like, oh man, you know, like I made all my kicks and, you know, that was only good enough to tie kind of meant to, you know, and, and so it's just, you know, kind of puts you in a little bit different headspace where, sure. um, you know, like you can, you can do your best and sometimes you still feel like maybe that's not quite cutting it, you know, so you have to, you know, even further elevate and even further try and raise your game, mm-hmm. uh, the next time out. So, um, and you know and that's how it should be. You know, that's what competition should do. Competition should bring out the best in you. It right. should, you know, push you to the very edge every single day and that's how you're going to get better.
0: That's Rodrigo Blankenship with us Colts kicker. And for those again that don't know, it's it's not Uncommon for every NFL team to have multiple kickers Mm -hmm. uh, on the roster during the preseason during training camp. I mean, Adam Vinatieri had a guy in here most years. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like, with that said, do you feel like even though it's it's common, you feel like you have to come in and reapprove yourself every year? You have to have this edge about you to start camp every single time out. Absolutely,
2: yeah. You know, I think that regardless of who you are, um, you know, you should want to come into camp every season mm-hmm. and and prove why you belong there you know and and earn your place um you know i had uh reshared the story from the Colts announcing officially our 53 man roster and i said you know uh, everything is earned you know nothing is given you have to earn everything in this league you know this is the highest level of football and so you know especially for you know, my position where there's only one per team, right? Um, you know, you absolutely have to come in every year with the mindset that I'm going to earn my keep. I'm going to earn my place here every single year. So, yeah.
0: So with that said, again, I know you have to continue to earn it and you have to continue to prove yourself every day. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the NFL does, right? Yes. But do you feel like a, a weight's been lifted off your shoulders because you did win that initial kicking battle? Now you can focus on just being the best you can as the only kicker out there on the practice field in the game field?
2: Uh, I definitely think there was a little bit of uh, relief. Yeah. Um, but now... Now the game's count. It's a different you pressure, know. right? Yeah. Now, now it's a different pressure because now you know every everything that we're doing from here on out is um, you know going to contribute to our goals to you know make the playoffs, go to the AFC Championship, go to the Super Bowl. So right. um, you know there there was a a moment of relief, but um, now it's a like you said a different kind of pressure because now everything counts.
0: That's Rodrigo Blankenship with us. Take me back to last year. I know that injury in Week Five ended your season. H- how tough was that last year to deal with the injury? But then no, you just you just couldn't be out there doing your job, you know, with the team that, uh, that you started with back in 2020?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, I think that mentally and emotionally it was, um, was more challenging than it was physically. I mean, mm-hmm. we have, we have an incredible sports medicine staff and, you know, our our trainers, you know, got me on a, on a good plan to get me back to being healthy as quickly as possible. Um, you know, but once I had gotten to that point, that was when, you know, mentally and emotionally became more challenging because there came a point where I felt like I was healthy and I felt like I was capable of, you know, going back out and, you know, trying to help our team win games and uh, I wasn't out there. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, that was most challenging for me. But, um, you know, ultimately I kind of had to remind myself that, you know, this is what the team felt like was best for the team, you know. Um, And so if that meant that I just had to you know, just support the team Mm -hmm. um, and just wait for my opportunity, then that's what I had to do because ultimately, you know, our our management, our coaches felt like, um, you know, that was what was best for the
0: team. And At the end of the day, that's what I care about most. Rodrigo Blankenship, really good conversation, and that's only a snippet. We're running out of time here, but the rest of that interview, it's up right now on Colts.com and the Colts Audio Network. Rod talks about the loss of Rigoberto Sanchez for the season, how he's approaching handling the kickoff duties this season for the Colts, and working with a new punter, Matt Hawk, as his holder for this upcoming year. Good stuff. Check it out right now. Also, while you're there on uh, Colts.com and the Colts Audio Network, Check out this week's official podcast, a roster breakdown, and an interview with Dan Orlovsky from ESPN.com. And also Rick Venturi weighs in on the Colts roster going into the season on this week's Inside Football podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with Colts Happy Hour with JMV starting at 6 right here on 93.5 and 107.5. Until then, have a great night. Instant replay is coming up next. This has been the Colts Daily Update. You're on the home of the Colts, 93.5, 107.5, the fan. Good night.